Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Podium Podcast, episode 177. Happy Bumper Fiend shit. We're back. Oh, it's Memorial Day week. Weekend. The weather is going to be shit. So if you stayed in New York, you played yourself. Wait, no, wrong. <laughs> wrong sound. Hold on. If you stayed in New York this weekend, you played yourself. Unfortunately, we will not be having cookout weather and there will be no beach vibes. And uh, y'all could just, I guess, just save your Casamigo money for the crib and just like, I don't know. If you got a backyard and it don't rain too much, maybe you could do something there. I don't know. Last Memorial Day, I went to like a my homegirl Sade cookout. Shout out to Sade. She had a little something over at the crib, but it was cold. I remember that. It was fucking freezing. Like, I left at, like, 7 o'clock. It was cold as shit. But this year, the world is back open. Niggas is traveling. Niggas is doing Cancun, DR, Miami, uh, Virginia Beach, uh, all the beaches. Niggas is out. Niggas is going. Um, To the people that's Atlanta people now, like, I feel like that's, like, a new wave of people that's Atlanta niggas. That just be it out there all the time. This is not a weekend to go to Atlanta. Ain't shit going on in Atlanta. I'm, I'm for Memorial Day. It's parties and shit. That's regular. Strip clubs is regular. But the real strippers ain't there and the DJs ain't there. So you could pack all that shit up. Them niggas is getting booked at these out of town shits. So yeah. But, um, man, I had a, uh, a, a good weekend last weekend. I had a good week. This week so far, it's only Wednesday. I had a good uh, last three days. I, you know, I went to the uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I went to the cause uh, exhibit today. That was fun. Always good to see art and shit like that. Art is good. Art is beautiful. Art is gangster. Um, I think people should view things with an artistic eye more often because it'll make them judge things a lot less. Like, I took a picture with three black men in do-rags and people were saying, pause. It's like, there's nothing gay in that picture. They, they don't have shirts on, but they're not touching each other. They're not looking in each other's eye. There's nothing sexual there. All you see is black men in do-rags. That is our culture. Do-rags is our us thing. So if you see a picture of three black kings on a wall in a museum, you shouldn't be like, pause. That's just very, how old are you, bro? You know what I'm saying? That's not, this is not a sex museum. This is an art museum. That's art. That picture is art. If you look closely, there's a red, green, and, um, what was it? Red, green, and, uh, black do-rag? Let me look at my phone. Hold on. Yeah, there's a red, green, and black do-rag. That's like the black people flag colors. There's symbolism and there's art to this. You have to understand art and see things with an artistic eye to catch that. So maybe the niggas didn't, don't have an artistic eye and they didn't catch that. And that's fine. And that's why I'm explaining it now. So before you think, nigga, I would take a picture next to some Paul's worthy shit. Think about what, how do you, how do you look at me, my nigga? Y'all look at me like some kind of sucker. Like for real. Y'all think I'm some pussy, pussy nigga? What the fuck wrong with y'all? Anyhow. You might have noticed I opened the show without music this week. Um, I am still going to play music on this podcast. However, because of protocols that are unbeknownst to me, which I'm starting to learn now, 
you can't just open your show with music because Spotify will take your shit off and you either have to fix it or it just won't go back up. So thankfully, Apple didn't take any L's and it stayed there. But there's a chance it might go missing on Apple too. So to prevent that from happening in the future, I'm just going to start opening shows with just this, me talking. But then we're going to get into music within the first five minutes. So music dropped. A lot of it. Let's just go through what dropped. Young M.A. dropped the project. She got some songs on there. Currency Alchemist put Covert Coop on Apple Music for the first time, finally. Love that. Uh, what else happened? What else dropped? Masego dropped. Very dope. I'm going to play something off that later on in the show. Uh, what else we got here? And, uh... I think I mentioned Georgia Smith's project last week, but it's, you know, for me, she didn't, this ain't, uh, it's not a good project to me, to me. That's, that's me. That's my opinion. I don't, you know, I'm not a fan of it, but we could get into song, a song right now. Let me get some. Let's see. Let's just get into this. This young and made successful. That's what we doing. I don't even gotta say I'm the queen of my city no more, man. They know I'm the queen, man. They already jacked that. Yeah, man. I can never lose. What you go? Bitch, I'm the queen of New York. It's red life. I'm a big stepper. I bleed when I walk, big flexor, this is chest, not checkers, uh-huh. my checks up, when they talk down, tell them bless up, bless up. I ain't giving no lecture, no, cognac got me charged up like a Tesla, foot on they necks, pressure, pressure. so many people let me down, why would I let up, can't trust these friendly niggas, nah, it's a setup, I can't trust these pretty bitches, M.O.B. forever, my heart told me fuck love, get your shit together, and when you take a couple L's, you gon' win forever. Mm. Give up? I'll never. never. I don't give a fuck what you did first. I probably did it better. Uh-huh. Six years independent winning, will it end? Never. Never. I'm a living legend. Even when I die, I'ma live forever. I'ma live forever. I'm one word with ten letters. Successful. Successful. Yeah, I'm God's gift, but that boss shit, I'm the big devil. I'm the big can't trick me if she a gold digger. I'm the big chef. She the big <laughs> I like a thick bitch with a thick bank and a thick schedule. Yeah. And I'm the shit bitch and ain't shit changed. Just a different level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm one word with ten letters. Successful. One word with ten letters. Successful. And I'm top ten. And if you think otherwise, suck my dick. I got it locked and I'm locked in. I'm cut different. I'm not them. It's red life and we tied in. They got me and I got them. They say I'ma go to hell for all of this sinning. Well, let me rock them. Uh-huh. It's time out for you niggas when I put the time in. Uh-huh. No handouts, I put the grind in. Uh-huh. Got in my bag and I got rich when I climbed in. Uh-huh. They clock out when I clock in. Uh-huh. Cause I'm the big spitter. Only competition I would probably have is what? It's a twin sister. Yes, yes, yes. That was Young and May successful off her project Off the Yak. It's a cool project. I mean, she got a few songs on there. The whole, I ain't gonna say the whole tape is hard because it ain't. It's just like a lot of fluff on there, but it's like four songs on there that's tough. Shout out to Young and Me. 
Uh, we gonna play the Masego toward the end of the show. I play that at the end. That's my little song for the week and whatever you have you. Um, I watched that movie on Netflix with the zombies and shit with uh with uh uh Batista from WWE and then Ghost from Power. It was a cool movie. Uh, the ending made zero sense. I get how they could take that and turn that into a sequel. However, I guess that I guess they're saving that for the sequel. So maybe I'm not gonna give away the ending, but um, just watch it on your own. I honestly don't remember the name of the movie right now, but it's the movie with the zombies. There's a movie. It's 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 all it's commercials for it and shit everywhere. I'm I'm down. I'm looking on Netflix right now so I can give y'all the name of this movie. Also, there's a, a documentary out about the DC sniper, um, the, the, about the kid that the one that's in jail. The, the, the dude's dead, but uh, the kid, I think that was his son or whoever the fuck that was to him. Um, he's alive and he's basically telling the story and recounting certain incidents. It's pretty interesting. It's on uh, Fuse, so y'all could check that out. Uh, I forget the name of that too, but I just, just Google DC sniper documentary on Fuse, and I'm sure it will pop up. Episode three is on tonight. It comes on every Wednesday at nine. I mean, at is it nine or eight? Y'all will find it. Um, the net now this Netflix thing. I want to say talk about this before I move on, so I can tell y'all exactly what the fuck. Um. Okay. So, what the hell was I finished one? Watch again. Yo, am I the only person addicted to watching hoarders? I've been I watch hoarders like it's the office now. Like, I cannot get enough of them nasty-ass people on that show. Like, some shows I've been watching lately that I'm like, yo, I be I watch too much TV. Hoarders is one. Botched. Like, I could sit and watch Botch. I watch that every morning. It's on every morning, and I just watch it for, like, for hours. And I'm like, well, how they gonna fix this bitch busted-ass titties? And then you look at people and they see how long they've been walking around like that. It's like, yeah, I did my boobs in, in 1999. It's 2018. That's time to get them fixed. Bitch, why? At this point, leave them busted titties alone. What the fuck you... Are you done? What you fixing them now for? Like, it took you 19 years to save up to fix them busted titties? Like, you fucked them up. That's what you get. People go get surgery... And didn't want to fix the shit. Like, no, 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 no. You should have left yourself the fuck alone. Nobody told you to go do all that dumb shit. Oh, I just want bigger tits. Okay, all right. You know, as you age, your titties are going to get bigger. They just not going to look like you like. So now you going to go to put, put, uh, you going to go put God hands. You going to put the power of God in the hands of doctors. And when they fuck your titties up, you're going to be mad. And here you go, running to these doctors that, that look like they did a bunch of Botox to themselves, to be honest. But, hey, salute to them. They do good work. They be saving bitches' noses. They, them nose jaws be crazy. Like, bitch, how you got one nostril hole and that was the surgery? Where did you get it done? I went to this, uh, Slovakia. What the? That's what the fuck you get? What, who the fuck told you to run your ass over there to fix a nose? Can you smell, bitch? Can you breathe? Leave it alone. <laughs> it be men, too. Men get weird. The, men, the white men. White men, why do y'all get surgery for abdominal muscles? You niggas are weird. Let me just throw y'all in the tub for being weird. A nigga go in there, yeah, doc, I need a, I want a man chest. 
nigga, just have money. Like, what they didn't tell you in life was just have some money. It, it, it gets you out of a lot of bullshit, and it saves you from a lot of problems. Women will want you if you have money, bro. All right? Ain't nobody looking at your man titties. Do you have money, sir? Okay? At the end of the day, it's like, yo, I don't have an education. But do you, you only got an education, so you could do what? Make more money? What if you could get the money without the education? You know, that's a possibility now, a big possibility now. Most of these rich figures you see now are stupid as hell. How many people are millionaires on accident? There's niggas out here that are millionaires on accident. They put something on YouTube, it worked, and now they're rich. That was not their plan. It just happened. But, you know, the internet is a gift and a curse. It can do that for you, and it could also ruin you. So, you know, the same thing that make you laugh, make you cry. It's a fact. Think about it. What makes you laugh? Laughing at something. What will make you cry? People laughing at you. What's the brute? Laughing. So the same thing that make you laugh could make you cry. This is some old school shit. Anyway, the name of the movie is Army of the Dead. Pretty cool movie. Uh, I give you the uh, so now I did all of that to get to this. I had to find it. It was bothering me. Um, overall, the, the goal of the movie is this. Uh, this this Chinese guy, uh, he goes, finds Batista working in some rundown little gas stop diner. And I guess Batista... Uh, all right, let me explain it further. That's the plot. The overall uh, setup of the movie is Las Vegas went nuts. And something got out from the government that turned Las Vegas to, like, zombie world. Everybody in Las Vegas is zombies now. But what they did was they barricaded the borders of Vegas so the zombies couldn't get out. So Las Vegas is now run by zombies. The casinos are full of zombies. There's zombies everywhere. If people go in there, they eat people. And that's that. And they turn them into a zombie. Same premise as all zombie shit. Now, Batista, WWE superstar, used to be. You know, the guy from Guarding the Galaxy. He's the big dude. Um... He's like, uh, he's been in there before and he escaped and survived. I don't know what he went. He went on a submission there before and he did it. So he's telling them, yo, y'all get you, get you a crew of people. So kind of like Fast and the Furious, but for zombies, but without cars. Go get your crew. And if you get in there, there's $200 million in a safe underneath this casino. If you can get there, 50 million is yours to split. Okay. Well, now that I got 50 to split, I'm going to go. 25-25 with um my partner, which is some lady he picked, and then he divvies it out the rest of the way. Like, he takes, if it's 50, he's going to keep 20 million for himself, 20 million go to the other girl, his other partner, and a 10 mil he divides down the rank. So it's like, you might get 500,000, this, this person might get 2 million, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, if you get out of there, that's your goal, that's what you get. Uh, Yeah, so that's why, that's why they went where the zombies was. There's like a zombie tiger in it. It's dope. Check it out. Um, it's called Army of the Dead. Pretty cool film. You know, when you're in the crib not doing nothing, check it out. Give it a look. Uh, nextly, what else is going on? Uh, the anniversary of George Floyd's, George Floyd's death, I believe, was yesterday or today. Uh, rest in peace to George Floyd. And that brings me to this topic of 
You never know your purpose on this world. And sometimes you'll never know. Sometimes you will never know. George Floyd died not knowing that your entire life was supposed to end for that. That is a power that he never knew he had. He had like your death is going to be super important. And you won't live to see how important it is. But you like your life is a sacrifice to the bigger picture. There's no way you can like tell people something like that and them not go crazy and fuck it up in some way. You know what I mean? So sometimes I tell people in life, the, the, the scariest shit is better for you not to know. Some things are not needed to be known. Everything, and I say this for women because women are nosy and they always looking for information on things. And I, I don't want to get like pick on the women and shit like that. But I do notice that is a thing with women. They don't like not knowing shit. If they don't know something, they're they're upset. If they don't know something, then there's a problem. They want to know everything. And it's like what they have to understand is everything is not meant to be known. And then when they said, oh, why? Because you hiding something? Yeah, bitch, you fucking idiot. You fucking right. I am. Hello, I'm protecting you from yourself. Like women will look to see if their man is cheating and then find out he is and get mad. He didn't tell you. You wouldn't found out. Mind your fucking business. And then if you're not going to leave, shut the fuck up. But anyway, I divert from my original point. We don't know our purpose here. We don't know. We will never know. Sometimes we'll never know. You know what I mean? Some people's after their, their, their purpose is after their death. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, their deaths were more important than their lives because when they died, you really look at all the work they were doing and what they meant to the world. In the moment, people did appreciate it, yes. But it got glorified when they passed. There was probably millions of people who had no idea who Martin Luther King was, and now he has a holiday. He wouldn't have got that alive. Know what I mean? So rest in peace, George Floyd. Um, super sad that how they did you, but your life and your death had purpose. Okay, moving on from that. Um, let's see now. Uh, what? It's not much or nothing happening, man. The world is pretty quiet. Playoffs. Knicks lost the first game. Nice trade again. Trey Young. That boy don't play. I don't play. I don't want to um like lose my listeners talking basketball, so I'm not. However, this uh this Kwame Brown thing was bigger than I thought. I personally don't care. But as I found out information about it every day, it's like, okay, y'all started with him. And I can understand, you know, where Kwame's coming from. And, you know, perspective, perspective. And like I said last week, everybody sees things differently. Somebody will see a bum on the street and say, ew, this guy stinks. Some people will feel bad and give him money. Some people will want to talk to him. And this is perspective with Kwame Brown. Now, as a basketball fan, I remember the jokes about Kwame Brown. We have all called him trash. We have all said he sucks. We have all said this guy is, why? how is he in the league? We've all said it. Now, you got to look at it from Kwame's side. I came in NBA 17, 18 years old. 
I immediately get I get drafted by Michael Jordan. You want to talk about pressure. Drafted by Michael Jordan, first pick in the draft, number one. Number one, not some random 13, 14. The first pick, usually, and the people that don't watch sports, if you're the first pick in the draft, they expect you to take this franchise and turn it around. They want you to turn out to be Kobe. They want you to be LeBron. They want you to be KD. They want you to be those kind of players. You're a first top pick. You should be like that. You know what I mean? You're seeing it now with Zion, first pick. His team is getting better year by year. John Morant was the second pick. His team's in the playoffs. Trey Young, this is his, what, fourth, third year, fourth year? He's in the playoffs. Luka Doncic, they're in the play. They want these young players to lead the teams to the next generation of potentially winning a championship and bringing a winning culture to the organization. Kwame Brown did not do that. Now, granted, you were drafted at 18, and it takes time. In the time Kwame Brown had to improve his game, he never improved his game. This nigga wasn't shit for most of his career. Now, that's on the court. And that's fine. You, if a man plays ball and he's trash, that's okay. The problem is people attacking him as a person. Personally attacking him. My game is for public display. I play on a professional team. I'm on television. You see me. Your job is to analyze my game. That's okay with me. I don't have no problem with that. But when y'all start getting into personal things and bringing his family into it, it gets a little mucky. Right now, overall, let's look at Kwame Brown's life. Played 12, 13 years in the NBA, made $65 million. Now, is that that's nothing to sneeze at. Nigga, you don't have that. It's like J. Cole said, nigga, if you're laughing at a millionaire and you broke, the joke is on you. It is. So, you know, I get. How people joked with Kwame Brown. Man, you try. He probably just let this shit slide after a while. Like, man, I am, man. But I'm getting paid. Fuck it. You know, you never know how he was taking it in the, uh, when it was going on. We don't know. But at the same time, I, I understand and I respect why Kwame. He's like, no, fuck that. I'm defending myself. And Charlemagne, um, you know, he went back to his old way. Listen, man, people don't change. You know what I'm saying? People don't change. You think Charlemagne changed? You don't lose that. You don't lose that edge. I don't give a fuck how much uh, uh, mental health shit this nigga kick. That's not you, Charlemagne. Get the fuck out of here, man, with this bullshit. You niggas like Charlemagne, Kevin Hart, you niggas are professional puppets. Do you move the culture forward? Maybe. We don't know because you allow control from the uppers. When are you going to become the upper and say, fuck the control of them? You know what I'm saying? Y'all getting all the money. And it's like black people, we take what we can get and then we switch on our own. You know what I mean? And that was basically what Kwame Brown was saying. Like, we get these platforms and we shit on each other. Whole time, let you shit on a white man. They'll cut you off, nigga. They'll fire you. Say something about Donald Trump. Back when he was like president. We all know Charlamagne don't fuck with Trump, but he ain't say much. He didn't go crazy. Well, maybe he did, but whatever he did, it ain't make headlines. It ain't get through. This Kwame Brown shit throw did exactly what they wanted it to do. It went viral. And why? Because it's black man versus black man. They're not going to feed that fire of white man versus black man. They're not giving you that. Especially where they look like they the loser. No. You want to diss each other? You want to joke on each other? You want to threaten each other and fight and 
say, meet me here, Stephen A. Smith, and we can fight right there. Yo, this is what they want. So, you know, let sleeping dogs lie. Kwame Brown don't got shit to lose. He ain't playing no more. He got plenty fucking money. Leave that nigga alone. And then Charlemagne, Char- Charlemagne apologized. He ain't even accepted. Like, man, fuck your apology. Um. But yeah, so that's that. Uh, this Rory Mall, uh, podcast I don't know if they understand that they're taking too long it's like you're gonna miss your moment and people are already are moving on from this we don't really ah, the internet's too fast to care you know what I mean as soon as it was the Joe Budden thing that Kwame Brown thing came and washed that shit right out so they kind of need the uh I don't know if they uh, uh contractually cannot do podcasts because of the issue with Joe. I don't know the, the details of that. I don't know what the holdup is, but y'all dropped one video and then y'all got low. You had momentum. One thing about podcasting you got to understand is consistency is what's going to keep you here. You can't just be coming soon, coming soon, coming soon to death. When? What? In, what is soon? Where's the date? Give me a date. But um, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. But um, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'm rooting for them. Um, I hope the best for everybody involved. I wish Joe the best as well as Rory and Maul. Not just them. Uh, now, let's see. What else is going on now? Where we at right now? 26 minutes. Um, the crazy shit is this, right? It's summertime in New York now. We getting hot weather. We getting 80s, you know. We, we, we doing all right. Yo, it is going to rain Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's going to rain. for like We didn't get rain in like a, a straight like seven, eight days. I knew it was coming. We're going to get rain every day for the next week. Like after Friday, it's going to rain every day. Friday is going to rain every day from Friday to next Friday. This is fucking trash. Like June 1st is Tuesday. What are we doing here? Yeah, we stayed in New York to play yourself. Ugh. Um... Yeah, the dating the dating scene needs to be touched again. I, I touch this often, but I'm um I learned and I'm I'm observant and I feel like I probably should go live for this too. But I feel like um the reason that dating is so trash is because everybody's playing. And it's like, yo, people need to be honest and communicate, women and men. Bro. Show homegirl, if you don't like this nigga, why are you out with him? Like, if you don't like me for real, don't waste my time or yours. If you, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you trying to see? You don't like me. <laughs> You're not excited about this date. I feel like I'm begging you to come out with me. You know, it, it gets not. Now, I'm not saying I go through this, but I understand that there are men that probably go through shit like that. You know what? I'm not going to go live about that. I go live about it. 
Because I talk about that shit a lot on live, and I feel like that's just redundant. So I just keep it to the pod. Uh, I keep it here. Because that is video. That's going to go out. Um, however, anyway, let me on to another thing. Yeah, I'm going to finish this dating thing, and I'm going to move on. Um, it's... um. I think the goal line has been changed because do people want to get married anymore for real? Like, do people still want to get married and like have that fantasy? And I feel like it is fantasy in a way because it's like none of this shit is real, bro. Like this shit ain't, it's not like none of like they, they, they sold us a dream. They sold us a dream, like all of our our fucking, like may I want to say they sold women dreams from young. Like if you watch like movies like Cinderella, a prince finds her. Remember, Cinderella was a bum, cleaning the house. She was a bum. You were poor, and a man came and saved her. Sleeping Beauty was sleep, couldn't be woken up till a prince kissed her. Bitch, you can't wake up without a man. So it's always a man coming to save a woman's day. Now you look at this generation. Women want niggas to have all this money, but where is your money? And and, and the men, we gonna have to start checking ourselves. We gotta start asking these women, where's your money too? You gotta have money too. I'm not about to be burking and spending all this money. Do you have money too? I don't mind spending the money. But it's like, if you can't do nothing for me, what are you bringing to the table? Women don't be bringing no money to the table. Don't be bringing nothing. They they, they don't. They just want to bring pussy. That's not enough. It's not enough. It's never been enough. Maybe it's enough for niggas that don't get no pussy and never had shit. But to niggas that don't have these issues of having sex or even having women to a certain extent, it's like, it's very disrespectful. I'm just supposed to give you my money because you're a woman. That's not how that works. That is not how that works. And then you got these fucking mutt nut niggas running around. Oh, you just came from that date. You didn't cash app her yet. Fam, I don't know that woman to be giving her my money. And on top of that, if it only takes money to deal with her, I'm never taking her out. I'll just pay her to fuck her. That's what you're telling men. You're telling young men, yo, fuck all that talking. Give us your money. Give her your money. She'll do whatever you want. Stupid. Brokey. So I'm broke because of how I spend my money. We got to stop letting ignorance run the world. We are starting to let ignorance run the world and it's getting nasty. And then in the logic, the logical people are seen as the bad guys now. Like they look for any little thing to drag Kevin Samuels and to shame what he's doing. This man is not doing anything wrong. Nothing wrong. He's telling young women, the niggas you want don't want you. You coming into this man's life with children and that's fucking it. Let me go keep it a fucking stack. Let's keep it a bean now because I don't think people understand niceness. So I got to get direct and raw. And I don't want to do this because people get upset. But sometimes you got to evoke emotion for people to get it. Let me tell you something straight out and flat out. Don't nobody want to deal with your fucking kids. That's it. Don't nobody want to deal with your kids. 
So do not come to a man that does not have children with your children and expect the fantasy. Like you can just go out in the world, fuck up, have a kid with a guy that you that don't love you, don't want you, and then come to me and like, hey, here I am. Love me. Love these kids that don't got shit to do with you. <laughs> it's like, no, no. I'm saying no. Now what? Not fucking doing that shit. I don't have to do that shit. That is bullshit. Every fucking nigga out here got to go meet a girl with another nigga baby. And I blame, and I get mad at the women. You know why I get mad at the women? Because you let that nigga do that to you. You had all the control. All of it. Nothing don't happen without a woman say so. Not a date. Not a kiss. Not a nothing. And you let that man go that far until you realize I fucked up and then I'm now I'm done. You for all that, you might as well stay with the nigga. You got his kid. What you want to come out here for and fuck with me for? <laughs> come on. Like the reason that families don't exist is because people don't want families. People want to play. And sometimes when you play, you get fucking you get permanent mistakes. Like a child from a nigga you hate or a woman you hate. But see, from a man perspective, and I never understand this with men, how do you hate your baby mother? Why do you hate her? Do niggas ever really tell the real reason why they hate their baby mother? What the fuck that, that, what happened that you went raw in that, got her pregnant, hate her? What made you, and niggas never will tell you the truth. They won't tell you the truth. You hate her because she don't let you do what you want to do. You hate her because she making you fucking man up. You hate her because you can't get by with what the fuck you got going on. And she challenged you. And until you get your shit right the way she say, she ain't budging, she ain't fucking with you, and she might not even let you see your kid. And that was what make women, men hate their baby mothers. That's what men, or, he, or she just cheating. I don't know what it is, but they never tell you the truth. Call your man right now. If you ain't got no kids, text your nigga. Yo, bro, why do you hate your baby mother? Because we know niggas that hate their baby mothers. Why do you hate your baby mother? And see what he say. If if he say something that wouldn't make you hate a person, especially a person that at some point you did like or at least love a little bit to the point where y'all had a child together. I mean, you fuck with them at some capacity to where that conversation came up of her being pregnant and you saying either keep it or don't. Sometimes that be the issue too. Why you hate your baby mom? Because she's my baby mother. I never wanted a kid with her, bro. Can't stand her. She don't listen. Bitch, make my life a living hell. She don't fucking uh, uh, like let me do anything. I say, yo, I'm gonna come get my son. No, 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 no. I got plans with him today. I haven't seen him all week. It doesn't matter. You should have checked me me first. I can see how shit like that could be fucking triggering. But, sir, accountability. She deserves to do you like that because you never made a whole woman out of her. You put a baby in her, you never leveled her up. Do men realize when you give a woman your child, you're supposed to level her up? You are immediately supposed to become provider. When you get a woman pregnant, the first step, we got to get, if I live alone, we got to move in. We got to move in together. You're pregnant. We have to live together. We have to build the foundation. We have to build it. Hey, you're pregnant. 
I want you to come live with me. We're going to live together. We're going to raise this baby together. We're going to go through this pregnancy together. So when you got cravings, I'm going to be the one to get up running out. Yo, nah, wifey want ice cream. Like that is what women want. For some reason, men feel like that's too much pressure. Fucking her raw and leaving it in and getting her pregnant wasn't an issue at all. You should be thinking family the minute your girl tell you, hey, I'm pregnant. Oh, family mode. Got to get a whip. Got to get us a place to stay. I got to start providing because this baby's coming. This is your child, fam. That is your queen. Problem being, a lot of people don't plan pregnancies. People just be fucking. And then when they get pregnant, they just, they, they just happened. A lot of these people, babies is accidents. <laughs> you can't, ain't one child out here that wasn't, that was birthed by a plan. Hey, let's have a kid. Yeah, that's facts. Let's go. That's not how that happens. That comes from months of fucking and fucking and fucking and pulling out and fucking and hoping until that one day is just like, hey, man, yeah, we pregnant now. Damn, you serious? Fuck. All right. So what you gonna do? Straight <laughs> up. That has to be the first question. What you gonna do? Because no, I mean, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna follow your lead. Like we got a choice. Got you want to see a nigga play nice? Look, look, wait till this bitch get pregnant. See how nice he is. Now you want to rub feet? Ah, yeah, I know, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um. Moving on from that, I don't want to get on that too tough because that, you know, that gets hard to listen to at some point. And um, this is not a show where I make, I don't want to make difficult content and trigger people. Um, but I do, I was talking about the relationship in, in this era and um, it's because people don't play, people don't plan, people don't want to be with anyone. People want to be with who they want. And that is a real issue. You have to give someone a chance. You know what I mean? Ladies, y'all have to give someone a chance. People like you. The, the, the men y'all want to treat y'all right are out there. You know what a problem is? You ignore them. Yes, you do. You do. There are men that just want a chance. They just want the opportunity and you won't give it to them. And why? Even if they're respectful, even if they're attractive. Because it's not the guy you like already. So if it's not the guy you like already, you want nothing to do with him. But the guy you like don't like you or doesn't even know you exist. But you go hold on and you go wait and you go keep shooting your shot at him and hoping that he just catch on and say something back where y'all could finally just fucking get it together. Right? Whole time you got this guy ready to give you the world, but you want to give him the time of day because he's not your type. Your type. You have a type in your 30s still? What the fuck? How has your type worked for you? Let me know how your type went. How did your type work in high school? How did your type work in your 20s? How many children you got from your type? <laughs> how many rings you got from your type? There you go. Because every woman wants to be married at some point. I don't give a fuck what they say. Almost every woman, if they find a man that they love and he asks you to marry him, you're not going to say no. You're not. If you love him for real, really love that man, you're not telling him no. Get you a real nice ring. 
You're not saying no. I don't give a fuck. You're not. Oh, my God, I love you so much. We live together. We've been together for years, but I don't want to marry you. Makes no sense. What the fuck? Why not? What Now we got to break up because you're not going to just not take my ring and we stay together. The next step was marriage, meaning I want to be married to you. And if I can't be married to you, then you're not really my woman. Like, I can't take claim to you if you're not my wife. I posted something the other day where I said, if you're not married, you're single. And people had an issue with that. And let me explain this thing. If you have a boyfriend, you just have a boyfriend. That is a verbal contract. Hey, me and you go together. You know, we we fuck each other exclusively. We only fuck with each other. We only have sex with each other. That's a verbal contract. That is not nothing. There's nothing legally that can make that woman stay with you. Even in a marriage, you can't legally, well, she's legally married to you, so she can't marry anybody else, but she can still fuck somebody. But in a relationship, like a boyfriend-girlfriend, she can literally just send you a text, yo, I'm done, I'm moving out, and it's over. She can be with somebody new tomorrow. In a marriage, not the same. You can't just go be with somebody tomorrow, you're married. For one, it's a fucking sin, that's adultery. For two, it's just fucking classless. Bitch, get the divorce before you just go fuck some whole new nigga. But at the end of the day, people go do what they want to do. And that's the issue with the world. Society got rules on the world that just don't make sense for the new world. And that is what I want to go live about. And that is what I want to talk about tonight. Now, when I say society, I'm talking about the way the the structure of the world. Let's look at the structure of the world. What do they tell us? Go to school, get an education, get a job, work, retire, die. And that process is supposed to make a made of woman, have a family, raise kids. You know, you do all that shit. And, you know, that was okay for a long time. That was enough. People were happy with that. A lot of people were raised that way with, you know, mom and dad or just mom in the house working hard and paying all the bills and you know, everybody got that struggle story. Oh, we was poor. It was nights we didn't eat and we didn't have shit and yada, yada, yada and all that shit. But then there was other people that didn't go through that struggle like me. Like I had my mom and my dad, but separately, like my mom and dad were divorced. But, I, you know, I never went without anything. Like me and my brother ate every day. We never, it was never no nights we didn't eat. We were not poor. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, we had more than a lot of kids our age and a lot of kids in our area. And um, at the time, we didn't appreciate it because we was kids. We think we privileged, you know, we think we'd supposed to have everything. Oh, well, I don't got the new PlayStation yet. The new plate, nigga? Ain't no PlayStation money here, but you got clothes, you got food, you got cable. We had cable. <laughs> like back, like the people say here that might hear that and laugh. Nigga, you hype about cable? Bro, Back in the day, cable was expensive. That was an expense. Think you think just have cable in every room? We had cable in every room. We had cable in my kitchen. In the projects. Like, who the fuck puts cable in the kitchen? My mother. She needed to watch her shows while she eat. I mean, while she cooked. So she put a TV in the kitchen with a cable box. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're going to go live right now. Um, I want to talk about society and the pressure that it gave to people and a lot of the anxiety 
that people live with today is because of the society's setup. The systemic way they told people to live was wrong. They instilled fear in people by giving them religion, right? So we can start with that. You give people something to fear, it'll keep people in line. So you tell people from a very uh, small group, let's start with like, maybe let's go to slavery, right? What kept the slaves from killing the slave masters? It's a sin to kill. Even though this person beats me, even though this person rapes my wife, I got to forgive him because that's what they taught me from the Bible. So that expands throughout black culture, religion, Christianity. So now we are raised in the church. We are taught these things not to do to keep order, right? So when you really look at religion, it's like, all right, why is it Christianity? But then you got the Jewish people. They don't believe what we believe. And the Muslims don't believe what we believe. But then you got these, the Buddhists don't believe what we believe. But which one is the one? And then they tell you, well, you just pick one. You just pick one. So what is this, like voting? Like I'm a Democrat or a Republican or I'm independent? Like that's how religion works. You can literally just pick whichever one you want to be. And you subscribe to that lifestyle. If you're a Muslim man, you do Muslim things. If you're a Christian man, you live the Christian way. If you're a Buddhist man, you live the Buddhist way. Now you take that and you fucking spin it to now. And then society puts those same kind of rules of fear and structure on you, where they tell you, go to college or you won't be successful. And then you look now and it's like, well, college ain't really necessary anymore. Because now through technology, people run businesses from their phone. So do you, I need to go to college if I'm doing this? I already make money doing this. I don't even need a job anymore. So you went to college to get a job. So now when people aren't looking job, thinking job, they're thinking business. I can get paid off what I'm good at. It kind of eliminates a lot of things that we were taught through society. Everything they told us was not necessary. All they had to tell you was learn how to read, write, and count, and learn how to make money. All that other shit they told you in between was have a wife in a house by 30. That was not realistic. That was not realistic. That was society structure to keep people in line. And what makes people from running and raping and killing? Religion. It's wrong. It's been drilled in us that you can't do that. But what's physically stopping you from seeing some woman and just grabbing her and doing what you want with her? The law. You'll go to jail now. So before we scared you with religion, you'll go to hell. And it was like, eh, hell's when I get there. In the meantime, I'm wilding. How do you keep people from wilding? Consequences. Prison. Now you're going to jail if you touch somebody. There was a time where people was walked around and just grabbed up women. There was no law against grabbing a woman's titty at the work. You could walk up to a bitch at the work. Hey, boom. She had to eat that. And, and then over time, those things went away. Right? So you got people that's from that time still running things at the top. So we got to wait a little while for them to die off slowly. You wonder why they keep catching all these old perverts. You got all these fucking old nasty niggas. Touching women in Hollywood, and that's how you get in Hollywood. You got to suck the right dick. They set that up that way from the 70s, 60s. Oh, you want to be in a movie? And you got to suck the director and every producer's dick, and you'll be in the movie. And then some of them was like, yo, I don't want to suck dick to be in no more movies. We got to start telling. So that little structure changed. 
all I'm saying is this. The whole moral point of what I'm saying is like the anxiety we live with now was created. You got to think about what's real and what's not. If you coming out of high school, you're 17 years old, 18 years old. Do you know what you want to be? Why are you pressuring a kid to figure out what he wants to be for the rest of his life and he's only 18? Is that realistic? Thinking about that now? Hell no. I was 18. Did not know what I wanted to do. So you're going to go to college for what? What's What am I going for? I don't know what I want to be. Well, you just go because that's what they tell you to do. Cool, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to live the college life. I'm going to be a broke student for four years. That is the experience you're literally signing up for. I'm going to be a poor student. I don't, I'm not from this town. I don't know anybody, but I'm here to go to school. I'm broke. When I was back home, I ate every day. I'm in here eating oodles and oodles and peanut butters and jellies and calling my mother to send me money because I don't have anything to go to Walmart with. I don't have detergent. Like, as you struggle. It's like, bro, you could have not went to college and been living fine at home with just a job. Because in them four years, the experience you're going to have is going to be worth more than that education that they have with no experience. You can graduate with a four-year degree, get to work, and don't know what to do. I've been here four years already because I never went to college. I'm your boss. So what was college really necessary? No. You start to learn different shit. Experience is worth more than education half the time. Nobody's looking for the person with the degree if you got 20 years experience. I'm taking him. I'm taking him. And I could pay him less because he's older. What the fuck? I want a fresh, hungry college graduate for. He's going to come take my job. I'm going to take the dude with experience. You know why? Because he just wants his money. He don't care about a position. You coming in from college with the mindset of, I got this degree. I'm supposed to come right into this position. It's not how that works in corporate America, son. Sorry. You have to start at the bottom. Not the bottom bottom, but a, a version of it. And you have to work your way up anyway. So for all that, you could have not picked up that fucking debt. <laughs> had way more life experience. Had way more freedom. Been an adult sooner. You know what I mean? Because college students come home from college. And they 25 and they still home. Now, when my, meanwhile, I'm 25. I live on my own. <coughs> Pardon me. It's allergies and shit. I'm 25 on my own. I've been on my own for a while. You used to a roommate in the bunk bed in the dorm. Society puts these anxieties on people. How the fuck I enter the real world already in debt? Just for wanting to get an education for the job y'all told me I'm supposed to do. I'm, y'all told me to do this. Y'all told me to take these loans. Y'all told me to go to school for this job because this makes good money. And the whole time, you mean to tell me there's some bitch on Instagram selling eyelashes and she's a millionaire? And she dropped out and had a kid at 16? They lied to you. They lied to us all. It's not about what you know. Sometimes it's who you know. You know what I'm saying? Success is subjective. People see success as money. That's not that's not success because what you know how much bills you get with money. Now you got to pay taxes. See, as a regular individual, a regular civilian, when we pay taxes and come out your check, all right, they got it. When you get big money, you got to send a fucking check to them niggas or a separate check to the IRS. And if you don't send that check, they're on your ass. So 
If you make a million dollars, you can run off with the million. They're not going to bother you. But you owe us. You know you owe about 300 of that to us. You know what I'm saying? Bro. New slaves. Look, Rihanna. The debt will keep you at the job, new slave. You'll be at the job working to pay off the college debt. You will. You can't get ahead. You can't come up. And then you look at these other people, right? Other people. Their circumstances were vastly different, and it starts to show you who college was for. Hold on, man. Yo, you 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 live a you you just party every day after work. You just live it up. Like you went to college? Oh yeah, man. I went to St. John's. Huh. It's a good fucking school. You you took loans out? Loan? No, my parents paid for that. Huh. So you just like debt free? I mean, I mean, I don't have any college loans if that's what you're asking. But I'm not going to say I'm debt free. I got credit cards and shit like that. Yeah, but. These niggas call me every day. And I tell them the same thing every day. And you just out here not worried about a goddamn thing. And you know why? They had a head start. As parents now, knowing what we know, we have to give our kids the head start. Our parents wasn't college material. My father was never going to college. I'm going to tell you that right now. My mother was not going to college. It was not fucking happening. In my family, the only people that went to college was the second generation, which was like my era. Me, my I never went. My brother went. A couple of my cousins went. But for the most part, there was not many college graduates in my family. That was not a tradition in our family. College. It was like, all right, whatever. Enjoy it. You'll be back. Like my brother graduated. So good salute to him. My cousin, he dropped out. My other cousin, I don't think she ever finished. It's like, you know, it's just something to do. But they society keeps us anxious. You know what I mean? Look at right now with the vaccine. They're going to start to segregate us. They're going to start to segregate us. They're already doing it. In the garden, you got a vaccinated section and an unvaccinated section at a sports game. Mind you, this is a, 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 a voluntary vaccine. This is not mandated anywhere that you have to have it. No, if you want it, it's free. Go get the shit. If you don't, you should go get the shit. They're not telling people don't get the shit. They're telling everybody, yo, they had James Harden say, yo, tickets half off if you vaccinated. Come to the, come to the, to the bar place. Fam, they're giving people scratch offs. It's going to get to the point where you're not going to get no pussy if you're not vaccinated. Shorty's going to stop you mid. Hey, hold on. We can do this. Vaccinated? It's going to get there. Like, you was about to let me go raw. Now you're asking about a vaccination. You serious? This is it really? You're more scared of COVID than AIDS? Are you bitches dumb? Are you dumb? Now the COVID-21 baddies. Uh. Yeah, but this, this everything is like every. I, I I started with the anxiety thing. They've been trying to scare Americans for a long time. I feel like that the whole COVID thing, even though it is real, I'm not saying it's fake. People do say that, and that's not true. People who have the uh, people who have died. I've had it. 
I think in February 2020, I think I've had it and I felt like shit. But anyway, I'm never going to say it's not real, but I'm saying they blew the shit up bigger than what it was. Like you shut down the whole world. Like you would have thought people was turning into zombies and eating people outside the way they acted. Curfew, nobody outside, everything closed. Get all your shit. It's so this sh- COVID shit is out here and niggas is coughing and running out of breath and they dying. They're not coming back from the dead, but they're dying. And we need to get on top of this. So the only way we going to fix this is to make everybody stay home, wash your hands, wear a mask, carry sanitizer. The shit your ass should have been knowing to do. You should have been washing your fucking hands. You grown. You should have been using hand sanitizer. You touch shit all day. I don't understand the overall goal. I'm trying to figure it out in my mind how it makes sense without it sounding like a conspiracy theory. But I really feel if you go back in history, you can see where they've been trying to scare us to do this kind of shit for a long time. They tried it with terrorism, right? They tried it with other viruses, with Ebola and all this other shit. It didn't work, right? Now, you think about 9-11. If you was old enough to experience that in New York, if you're from New York and you experienced 9-11, you remember how the city felt when that happened. Shit was not okay. Niggas was shook. Yo, these niggas just flew two planes into the Twin Towers. Do you understand how much big of a deal that is? Like, that's not normal. You know how low a plane got to be to hit a fucking building in Manhattan? You are no, sir. Helicopters don't even fly that fucking low. Sometimes they do, though. But it's a helicopter. That shit can't knock no building down. The helicopter fucking hit it and, and dropped and explode. Uh, they blew, they threw, they flew two planes into fucking, in New York City, not in Oklahoma. No disrespect to Oklahoma, but New York City, you understand that was crazy? The world kept going. People just stopped flying for a while. Like, oh, I ain't fucking going nowhere. I ain't flying on shit. We were scared to fly. World kept going. People still went to work the next day. People still kept going. They moved on. Uh, well, it didn't work. And then you hear the underlines that that was all the government set up and they did all that shit around that oil shit and it was all this big thing, right? They made some bin Laden escape go. All kind of shit happened with that. Didn't scare us to stay home. It didn't make us run out and buy mad toilet paper. Nobody was doing that back then. We didn't, run, we didn't do that. My mother didn't fucking run to the supermarket to buy a bunch of shit because we under attack. No, my mother put in overtime at work because overtime opened up. The world kept going. With this shit, they forced this. That's what I'm basically saying. Nothing was happening. Right? I didn't see one person pass out on the street and die of COVID in front of me. Oh, shit. Yo, this dude on the street just died of COVID right in front of me. So it's like, if it's not like that, why the fuck am I walking around with a mask on like everybody toxic and everybody got, like, what are they? They they fucking with us. They fucking with us. And now they telling us aliens exist. All these years, you fucking said aliens was fake, but dinosaurs was real. How the fuck is dinosaurs real? Scientists, if ain't nobody ever seen one. Right? Ain't nobody ever seen a dinosaur. Nobody lived to see a dinosaur. Nobody. Nobody. It was years, millions and millions of years ago. 
the earth blew up somehow or another. It came back together, made these little islands. There was pieces of land. Now there's beaches. It froze off. All of this happened, and they knew all of this shit from science. So you mean to tell me science didn't see aliens when y'all shot rockets up there? Y'all didn't peek? Oh, shit, what ship is that? Y'all kept it on the low because people would be scared. And the things that they want to scare you with that would scare you and you should be scared of, they'll never tell you. You know why? Because that's when all the shit they set up falls apart. All the religion is out the window when it's life or death. An alien spaceship, imagine this shit turned Independence Day and a big-ass spaceship covering half the fucking sky. What you gonna do, pray? Hell no! Nigga, you gonna wish you had a bunch of guns, you gonna be looking for somewhere to hide. Or you gonna start stealing shit. Everybody, it's gonna be the purge. People gonna be killing niggas they don't like. It's like, nigga, we all dying anyway. I'm gonna kill you before these aliens kill me because what's gonna happen anyway? We all gone. This nigga gonna drop a laser, blow this whole shit up. No, I did not get the vaccine. COVID made people not want to work. Companies begging people to work now. Listen, and they and them companies deserve that shit. Because when y'all, y'all was real cocky when niggas needed jobs. Now that the government helping people, throwing out a couple extra bones is not necessary to work. Niggas is like, you know what, bro? I ain't going front. I'm getting 700 a week on unemployment. I'm not really in a rush to go back to work. Can you blame them? If they're maintaining their shit and their lifestyle and they got a little bit of freedom to actually live, do you understand how much work takes up your life? Do you understand that people that work 40 hours a week work five days a week, eight hours a day? You know how much of that, of, 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 how much time that is of your life? 40 hours a week, 40, right? And why does, when you, why, why is it when you at work, the day feel like forever? When you home and you ain't did shit all day, eight hours flies. But when you at work, that eight hours take two days. Anyway, I'm getting off my point. Overall point is, these motherfuckers lied. They've been lying, right? They told us dinosaurs was real. You watch Jurassic Park, the, the T-Rex roars. How the fuck y'all know what a T-Rex sound like? There's nothing in a bone that can tell you how they sound. Any organs are gone. You're only finding bone. You don't know how they throat work. You don't, you can assume in this shit. I don't know what the fuck. But they told us dinosaurs was real. And then you go in the store, toy store, there's toy dinosaurs. But there's also toy aliens. Anything these people can market, they will sell to you. People, if, listen, if, if, if terrorism wasn't so serious, they would have sold you toy Bin Ladens. But the rednecks would never, they wouldn't have it. <laughs> Pandemic gave everyone time of reflection now, and so an hour isn't shit. That's why 20% of folks ain't getting off unemployment. Listen, man, ride that unemployment till the wheels fall off. That's what I say. Fuck that. Somebody else has something that I wanted to read. Mm. Yeah, they starting to separate people. Yeah, I missed the comment that I wanted to read. 
Niggas laid me off in March before COVID even got bad down here in VA. They called me back in May like, your position is available. And I said, good. I hope y'all niggas find somebody to fill it. Salute that queen. Salute that queen. That's right. Like, oh, y'all giving me a raise to come back? Because if not, you can eat dick. Oh, now you want me to come back. You had niggas working from home and then thought I was going to come back to the office and unemployment throwing me money just to to throw it? Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Y'all go to work. Oh, I've been making you. Y'all been making these big companies rich for years. For years. It is not hard to dismantle a company. You know what I'm saying? They got all this cancel culture for celebrities, but nobody wants to cancel these brands. People will complain about gas, but they won't do shit about it. Like, yo, carpool. If the sale, if gas sales go down, guess what will have to happen? If nobody's buying gas and they can't sell it, the price is going to drop. But if y'all rushing out to buy gas when gas is high, shit, raise it more. They buying it more now because it's expensive. Buy more, raise it more. Yeah, milk that unemployment, man. Milk that unemployment. Everybody on unemployment, milk it. Get every dime you could get off that shit. When they cut it off, they cut it off. Because this is a once in a like a lifetime opportunity where you can just really get paid to be home and just do nothing. You know what I'm saying? And then people say, oh, you wasting time. How am I wasting time when I enjoy it? Like the time that is being wasted to you, I'm having a ball. So it's not wasted. I'm not wasting a minute of this. I love it. I worked for Coast Guard. I've seen shit moved into ports during the shutdown that was classified. Turns out it was military trucks and tanks that they used during the riots. Yeah. Think about that. Oh, that's another thing. too. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this, too, because this is not a problem to me. But it just goes to show you how the world moves on. This time last year, we were protesting. Heavy. Outside. Every day. Heavy. Signs, masks. Niggas is out there protesting for George Floyd. This is bullshit. We not taking this no more. They not doing this to us. Fast forward a year later. Not one protest. Not one. I see not one today. I was all all over Brooklyn today. I see not one protest. Not one sign. And it just lets you know how trendy shit can be. Even protesting. It was something to do because there was nothing to do. Now you can go to a restaurant. Now you can go shop. Now you can go to a public park. If you're vaccinated, you don't even need a mask, they're saying. So now that life is back to normal, people don't care for real. Did you ever care? No. You never fucking cared. The internet told you you're supposed to care. So you went out there and cared for a little while. The internet is too fast to care for real. How long are you supposed to care about somebody getting killed that you don't know? That could have been me. Uh, How often do you be around police? You know what I'm saying? Niggas was looting. That was real. Now you see, those are the people I respect. The looters. Because they was being a hundred. They was like, man, fuck all that protest shit. Let them niggas be the distraction. We busting in flight club. Nigga, I'm broke. Nigga, is you broke? I ain't on unemployment. My PPP ain't get accepted. So we robbing now. Like I said, 
If everything falls apart, what's going to happen? People are going to do those kinds of things. They will be robbing, looting, and shooting in the streets the minute shit gets real. So if we keep falling for this shit society set up to distract us from honest things that we should really be caring about, like these aliens they refuse to talk to us about. Listen, aliens, if y'all listening, I just want to smoke with y'all. I don't want no static. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing. Y'all want to come out here and chill. I can show y'all around New York, even though y'all probably already had the view and all that. But if you want to walk around, hit me, man. We could chop it up. You know what I'm saying? And Pharrell's cousin got killed. I mean, that's Pharrell's cousin. (laughs) If that was a regular, that was Ricky's cousin from 25th, they wouldn't have gave a shit. Pharrell's cousin? Oh, we got a, that's Pharrell. And he from here. We got a protest. But all that shit was fake, man. Last year, y'all niggas, that's why I never really got into all that shit. I tried to keep it like awareness, but not too political because at the end of the day, all of that last year happened because of the, the presidential shit. I don't know if y'all know that. Um, but yes, when things like this happen, it's a presidential race. It's always like, excuse me, something always happens when the president has to be voted in. Right? With Bush, it was Katrina. That was 05. He had just got reelected. 9-11 happened his first year in office. That got him reelected. How he handled 9-11 got him reelected by the majority of the fucking Republicans because he went to war, which they love. He finally fucking blew some shit up. They can't wait for a president to do that. They love that. Oh, you said it. See, I was trying not to touch that, too. I was trying not to touch that. Colin Kaepernick was nowhere to be found during the ride. Remember, they pushed that narrative that he doesn't didn't care. No, 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 no. Don't hate that narrative because it's real. I get in Kaepernick ass paws all the time. Colin Kaepernick doesn't fucking care. Where is he? Your entire fucking movement was police brutality, sir. So here is George Floyd had to die to get the coverage that you started. Colin Kaepernick, you allegedly risked your foot failing football career to take a knee in protest of police brutality. When police brutality was the main event in the news, Colin Kaepernick didn't say a word. Colin Kaepernick was not, didn't do an interview. Colin Kaepernick didn't show up at a protest. We didn't see it. But what did he do? Bailed some people out of jail that was protesting. That's all good. Great. Cool. Them people was getting out anyway, sir. They wasn't doing no time. But they was going to get a ticket and let go. Right? Y'all want to love Colin Kaepernick and y'all want to hold him up as some great martyr because that's what he was. He was a face of a movement that he didn't even move. He didn't move anything. Understand this. Colin Kaepernick was never beat by police. He took that knee for attention. He had no reason to do that. Nothing happened to Colin Kaepernick personally that made him just want to grow an afro and take a knee and be pro-black. When all your career, they just thought you were Spanish. I thought Colin Kaepernick was fucking Puerto Rican. Had a Caesar and tattoos. That's a nigga in the Bronx. The fuck? Ain't nobody see that nigga as no proud black man when he was in the Super Bowl. There wasn't none of that. Toward the end of his career, when you were third string quarterback, now how do I get attention? Take a knee, put a fist up. 
appease to the niggas. That works. When you appease to the blacks, that works, especially if you black. And then what's the one thing black people support more than anything? Struggle. So Colin Kaepernick seems like he's struggling because they benched me, man. You was on the bench already. They didn't bench Colin Kaepernick because he was fucking protesting. He was already on the bench. The nigga took a knee, didn't even have a helmet near him. He was never getting in the game. Never even getting in the game. You were a third string quarterback. You tell me a third string quarterback that plays. Name one. It only happens through injury. If by miracle, the first two quarterbacks happen to get hurt in the same season, which is rare. The third string quarterback, which is usually somebody's fucking plumber during the week, comes out and throws the football and gets killed. So don't fucking sit here with this Colin Kaepernick shit that the news made him look like he didn't care. He don't care. And then they want to sit. I've been wanting to get this. So I'm glad you brought that up. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow was picked up by a team. I forget the team. Y'all can say it in the comments. I forget which team signed Tim Tebow to be a tight end, right? Sam, Tim Tebow been a quarterback for as long as we know, as far as we know. But he's big enough to be a tight end, I guess, and so fucking be it, right? He gets a job, right? Tim Tebow wasn't good. Tim Tebow wasn't great. Jaguar, okay. But he got a job. And now people are like, oh, Tim Tebow could get a job, but Colin Kaepernick can't? Colin Kaepernick don't want to play football. When did Colin Kaepernick come out and say, hey, I want to play football? He doesn't talk. He hasn't said shit. Y'all, the fucking ignorant ass fans who not even fans of Kaepernick, you're not even a 49ers fan, bro. That it, he was not on your team. He was nothing. He played the black card. When shit got bad, he played the black card, sued his job, and won. The nigga sued his job, the NFL. And he won. He can't talk about the amount because it was probably pretty healthy. After Colin Kaepernick won that lawsuit, he got pretty low. Here we go last summer, all this social injustice shit. Kendrick Lamar was at a protest before Colin Colin Kaepernick. Kendrick don't even go outside. J. Cole was frontline. Russell Westbrook, DeMar DeRozan, James Harden, all these people came out, even if it was for 10 minutes, they showed their face to support the movement and their people. Colin Kaepernick, who started this shit, was nowhere. He did not one protest, not one. Not one interview, not one speech, nothing. But he did announce that he has a fucking documentary coming out on Netflix and he did a deal with Disney. I don't fuck your documentary, Colin Kaepernick. I don't care about your documentary. Nigga, you did what you did for the money and you got the fuck out the way. And you know why? The internet is too fast to care. Y'all got y'all let him get that off and y'all didn't even look at what he did. You got to look at shit step by step. This man was a third string quarterback. He lost a job because he was garbage. If LeBron was on the bench, we wouldn't be rooting for him. You know why you don't root for niggas on the bench? They don't get in the game. Colin Kaepernick was nowhere to be found. He was trash. You could pull up his stats. I already did it on an episode. And then I hate to bring down a black man, but I hate for him to be fake too. You're not going to be fake. You're not going to get all the support and you fooling people. You think you slick. Colin Kaepernick don't want to play football. 
They gave him a fucking tryout. And what he did, showed his ass. Yo, you know what? We go give you the tryout. 30 teams out of 32 is going to come. You got to do it at the Falcons practice facility, though. He looks through the contract, sees something he don't like. No, no, not doing it. Not doing it. We're going to do it at a high school, and I'm going to pick my own receivers. Maybe four or five teams showed up out of 30. Who the fuck do you think you are? Do you want to play football or not? He doesn't. He wanted money and he got it. Y'all took the cheats. Whatever. Congrats to Colin Kaepernick. Biggest scam ever. He ran up a bag and got the fuck out the way. And y'all let it slide. I've never seen no shit like that in my life. Never. Never. But y'all will sit here and bring up Derek Jackson. People that mean nothing to our to our people. He means nothing. He's minuscule in the in the bigger picture. Then I heard fucking uh, Dr. Umar Johnson gambling his donations. What are you doing? All these listen. Just give me money. If y'all just want to give away money, give me the money. Give me the fucking money. Come on, he gonna open a school, fam. Why nobody helped this nigga yet? If he gonna do that for real, ain't not one rapper athlete said, "Hey, Umar, how much you need? We gonna do this together." Niggas know a crook when they see a crook. But yeah, anyway, my overall, my whole point with all of this whole thing, how I whole started it was society set us up to fail. And um, that's why we think we failing because society failed us. We didn't fail. No, we did the right thing. You're supposed to just live your life as you live. There's no rules to life. There's no fucking step-by-step booklet to life. If you do all these things, you'll have a successful life. That's not true. And all of that shit is outdated. All of it. Religion has been outdated because if you look at it, they tell you you're not supposed to have kids before marriage. How many baby mamas is left in the world? There's more baby mamas than wives. Bitches don't want to be wives anymore. They don't make it to that point. They get pregnant way before. They get pregnant by 18. When is she going to be a wife? She got to go find a man to raise that, that kid another nigga made now. That's her new challenge. All right, fucked up with that guy, but got a kid out of it. Love my kid. Now I got to go find some dude that's going to take care of me and my kid. Not take care of, but, you know, be in our life as if the kid is his and and, and fucking care about this kid that don't look nothing like him and fucking bond with this kid that ain't his and don't really got to listen to him. And when the kid talk crazy, he can't do shit to the kid because it's not his kid. You got to go tell on him. Yo, your son is in here cursing me out. Bitch, I wouldn't know. Society failed us. They told us to go to college, and college was never for black people. And then you got these HBCUs, and they make it so proud to be black colleges. And it's like, that's great. All of that's beautiful. I wish y'all the most success ever. But understand what you signed up for. You know? The struggle is waiting for you. Uh, if you get, if you are fortunate enough to be successful out of college, then you are blessed, but that is not common. It's a process. You know, I know many people with college degrees that ain't doing shit. They got, they, 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 they don't, they don't, their job has nothing to do with what they went to school for, but they're in great debt, 40,000 in debt at a job. They don't want to be at with a degree that they got because they thought that's what they wanted to be when they was 18. 
And now at 35, it's like, I, I really just don't want to do this anymore. But I, I don't want to go back to school because it's like, the fuck? <clears throat> it's a trap, man. It's a trap. Life is subjective. Success is subjective. How you live your life is totally up to you. You have to stop caring about what people think. That is another thing that is enslaving us. Caring about what people think. Big mistake. You cannot care. You cannot care. Because at the end of the day, these people can't live for you. And they won't. They will not switch lives with you. They will not help you. They'll judge you and they'll just move on. So why do you care? Why do you care? Like, and then first of all, do you know that you don't have to tell anybody your business? Did y'all know that? Did y'all know y'all don't have to post when y'all going through shit? Did you know you don't have to talk to people and tell them your business when you don't want to? Do you know you could keep all your personal shit to yourself and then nobody can judge you because nobody knows your business? But the problem is people want everybody to know their business and accept it and not ridicule them or judge them on it. No. You see, people are transparent for nothing. You have no reason to put your business on the internet, ma'am. You have no business to put no reason to put your internet, your business on the internet, sir. Yet you do it. And when you get comments that aren't favorable to you, you get upset and blow up. Well, it's like you 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 walk and you in an ocean bleeding. There's sharks are gonna come. They're gonna come and they're gonna bite you because you're bleeding. You shouldn't have gotten the water. You could have bled on the dock and been safe. You wanted to get in the water. You want to be amongst everything. So, okay, so this is what's going to happen to you. You're going to chunk bit out your ass. Now you mad at the shark. You came in my shit. I was in here chilling. You jumped in here. Anything in here is my business. That's Instagram. Anything you put on there is everybody's business now. You want to put up your little girlfriend, that's their business. You want to put up your little boyfriend, that's people's business now. Your little outfit. Your little, your little money, your little jewelry. That is now everybody's been. It's your car, what you're eating, you know, what you're watching, what you're smoking. We post everything. And then when somebody says something that doesn't a go with what we're doing, we, they're a hater. No, they're not a hater. They now can have an opinion because you made that public. If you make it, that's like, if you have a shit stain, nigga, and you post Damn, I had a shit stain today. That's crazy. And everybody in your comments call you a nasty, filthy, dirty motherfucker. You mad at them? How does that work? How are they haters? You put that there. Um, Our minds, I don't know what the fuck happened. Social media has made people fucking dumb. And people forget that this shit is fake. That this shit did not exist for many years. Like Instagram like was created in 2010. Now people will judge you based off your stats on an app. How many followers you got? How many likes you get? What are you doing on your, on your stories? Oh, this nigga not lit. He ain't traveling. He ain't in the club. This nigga don't do nothing exciting. But what the fuck do you do? You just watch me. Oh, I don't post like that. There's that world too of people that just watch you and don't contribute anything. Those people are the weirdest motherfuckers of all time. If you have Instagram, you do not post but watch everything. You're weird, bro. You're weird. Smart and weird. You're smart and you're weird. And I'm going to give it to you for being smart because you're not playing the, the game of the posting and the followers and the caring, but you do care. 
because you're watching people. And that's weird. If I can't watch you back, don't watch me, nigga. If I follow you, nigga, post something. Put some shit up. Let me know this is a human. This is a real page. I don't know who this is. Excuse me. But yeah, this shit, yo, the internet, uh, it's beautiful and it's bad, man. Like you could make yourself somebody through this thing or you could really just get yourself killed through this thing. There's many ways this shit can go. They are, I, I, yo, they gotta be an area in heaven for niggas that got killed from Instagram. Like, yo, what you up here for, bro? And I posted my location, niggas shot me. Damn, that's, that's it. Yeah, I would just chill on the block. I'm just put my location just to like, you know, I'm on the block. I'm out here. You know, my niggas come check me. Niggas shot me, man. Damn. And what you up here for? Man, I was beefing with some nigga in the DM. He really pulled up. Wow. It's crazy. Did you know him? Nah, I ain't know him. I was just talking shit. I thought it was just Instagram. Like, ah, oh, he ain't gonna do nothing. Nigga shot me. Damn. How you get up here? I was posting mad money and jewelry. Niggas robbed me and killed me, threw me in the ocean. Damn, nigga. Yeah, I was flexing too much. You know, I was pussy. I, I never had a fight. So I, I just was scamming and I got so much money that I was posting it and niggas knew I was pussy. So they came and took all my shit and killed me, man. Yeah, but I'm, you know, I made it to 23. Yeah, I made it to 23. A lot of niggas can't say that. It's just like, bro, this nigga's dead behind this shit. For real. This nigga's dead behind Instagram. This nigga's in jail because of Instagram. Like, it, we have to understand what we're doing. You should not be in jail because of Instagram. You should not be dead because of Instagram. You should be rich because of Instagram. You should be successful because of Instagram. This is a tool. I am talking to you right now from where you are. You're watching me. Instagram made that possible. Now, you could take this same technology and you can do it however you want, but there's a right and wrong to everything. I'm trying to build my platform so I can make a living from it. You niggas want followers and likes, and you're going to get what comes with that, which is death, prison, uh, robbery, a, a lot of women that don't want you for you, that just want your money. It's however you want to play it, bro. Listen, I can't tell you how to live but I just want to let you know that this shit is fake. You put this in your pocket and it's gone. You delete it off your phone and it's gone. Please, let's step, stop putting stock, mental stock into Instagram. It is not a real place. It is not real. It's just an app, bro. It's just an app. Treat Instagram like Facebook. People barely use fucking Facebook. Come on there. You post a picture, maybe a status. You get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Then you got people like my aunt that live on Facebook. She's there all day. She's playing the games. She's fucking posting the apps. She's doing the challenges. She's messaging people. She wants to FaceTime through Facebook. She's fucking a Facebook nut. Don't be that. <laughs> all of this shit is temporary, man. We get one life. You get one life. You, you know, if you want to play with it and end it early by doing shit on this shit. Like, how the fuck you go explain to your mother you got killed over Instagram? Who's going to tell your moms? Man, he was talking shit in his captions and niggas caught up with him. <laughs> what? What does that mean to a mother? Understand? She don't know what the fuck that means. My mother doesn't have Instagram, I think. I don't know. I hope she don't. 
Wake up scrolling to sleep scrolling. And now she alone miserable. See? People be on here too much, give too much energy to this app. And ladies, these filters, we, we, you know. Um, listen, Snapchat start, Snapchat started the filter thing and, um, it just never went away. Uh, social media has killed the confidence of the natural woman. The natural woman is a rarity this generation, um, especially being that we grew up lusting after mostly natural women. Now, listen, you can say what you want about women and wigs and whatever the fuck, right? Now, hairstyle, hair is hair. That's, that's just hair. Women have always played with hair, <clears throat> right? So I don't have no issue with that. My issue is the bodies. And the faces and the filters, right? Now, there was a time when Nia Long was the one. Nia Long don't got no fake ass. Nia Long don't got no fake titties. Nia Long didn't wear no excessive makeup and wigs. She had a short hair for most of her prom. Jada Pinkett, same thing. Had the little shortcut. We had fucking Holly Berry, shortcut. With no weave down her back, lime green. Those were beautiful women to us then, right? Still beautiful. Now you look around and look at this top celebrity females. They're all fake. Nicki Minaj, Kim Kardashian. Everything about them is plastic in some way. Every wig is a wig. Who are we looking up to for these new generation of young women to show them that they can be themselves without enhancements? No, you don't have to go get a butt to be successful. No, you don't got to buy a titties to be successful. No, you don't got to wear all that makeup to be pretty. You can be just who you are Look at exactly how you look and still be respected and accepted. We have to start pushing that narrative more because there's a lot of young girls out here trying to be something they don't have to be. They're trying to be perfect. Not, nobody's perfect. This world is not perfect. Nobody's perfect. You can wear all the wigs you want, all the makeup you want. You still go be the same person on the inside. So, we have to start pushing in a positive manner. Um, loving yourself as you are. Ladies, males, everybody. You got to start loving yourself as you are. Because at the end of the day, regardless of what you do to your body, you still you and inside. Can't change that. The spirit don't change. You know what I'm saying? The mind style, the mind might change. The, everything might change. But you're still you when you by yourself at the end of that night. When nobody's around you, gassing you, and it's just you, you're still you. You know what I mean? Like you're supposed to love what you see when you look in the mirror. Women now, I feel like they pick themselves apart. A woman will go make a, a story post, and before she even says what she's there for, oh, I know I look crazy right now. I look crazy. I know I look crazy, but listen, I wanted to say this. It's like, what? Why did you do that? Nobody thought you were looking crazy till you said that. And now I'm looking at you. Well, does she look crazy? She looks normal to me. But women hate judgment from other women. And that is why we're seeing what we see. These women ain't doing none of this shit for us. These women is doing it for other women so they don't get talked about. And that's been going on since high school. You got to fit in. So women and men are still living like it's high school. 
Men, if you don't got a watch bust down and a chain and a car and all this shit, you're a failure. No matter if you pay, you take care of your family. Don't matter if you take care of your kids. Nigga, where the ice at? Where your Amiri's at? You know what I'm saying? Why you not on no luxurious trip with some big fake booty bitch? Ah, your page is whack. But I take care of my kids, though. Oh, nobody care about that, nigga. You don't be in the strip club fucking these hoes? Nah, bro, I go to work. Man, that's you whack, man. You a lame. That nigga's a lame. (laughs) The man that take care of his family, respects his woman, and goes home every night is a lame now. But the nigga doing everything wrong is the lit nigga. He's the one we supposed to glorify and uplift and, and, and fucking, you know. Happy bumping free shit. What happened, man? It's like being regular is not cool no more. Being a regular nigga ain't cool. You got to be somebody these days or you don't matter. This is how the world works. If you're not lit on social media, you're a nobody. If you're not known for something, if niggas don't, in New York especially, in New York especially, this is a big ass city. But like, if you're not one of these known niggas on Instagram, then you don't matter. Niggas look at you as whatever. I've had, bro, I've had niggas come up to me in stores. Yo, you shopping Zara? Yes, nigga. What the fuck did you, what the fuck did you think? No, I, I never think y'all ever see you in Zara. Like, nigga, I look. I don't mean I always buy some, but I do come in here. I get a couple of things from time to time. I'm, I, nigga, who y'all thought I was? Like, what the fuck? Like, nigga, I've seen, shout out my boy T-Mark got kicks. It's my dog. Right? Now, I've seen me and T-Mark go back. It's my guy. There's been times I've been with Terrell and a person would completely fan out. Oh, shit. Yo, you T-Mark. Yo, I got like three of your hats. He like, thank you, bro. That's what's up. I appreciate that. Yo, can I get a picture? Sure. Now, maybe because I know him before all this stuff, I guess. To me, it seems like, damn. He did that off Instagram. (laughs) He did that off Instagram. They really did. Like, Instagram got shoes. You're famous now, bro. And you're successful now. Through Instagram, he did it the right way. I have a product to sell you niggas. Oh, y'all want to see something, huh? Y'all want to look at my sneakers? That's great. Now I got a product for you. Here, buy this. And they buy it. That is genius. That is the purpose of this shit. Make yourself some money, man. Make yourself somebody. And then here's the product. Now take me up. (laughs) Since y'all want to support me so much, you want to like my picture so much, hey, got a product. Takes time. You know what I'm saying? It takes time. It takes a while to build that. But it's possible. You know? The fame shit. That was part of it. It just came with it. I wanted the money. But if that's a part of the package, so fucking be it. If anything, I'll just get lower and I can maintain with that. But yeah, man. People take this shit very seriously. I've had niggas threaten me because I blocked them from a fake page. Niggas are DM me from a fake page. Word, I just lit for you, nigga. You blocked me, I suck my dick. And I'm like, I don't even know that nigga. I don't know. I never met him. I don't know this nigga. I don't know him. That's kind of scary too, because now he know me. I don't know him. 
I don't know what he looked like, nothing. But because he said some weirdo shit and I blocked him, he got upset. To the point now he wants to fight me when he sees me, but I don't know him. So now I got to look around funny when I walk around because it might be some nigga wanting to swing on me for nothing over Instagram. Listen, let me get off live. Look, y'all niggas be cool, man. Watch the live back. Hopefully there's some gems in there y'all can pick up. Um, In the beginning of this, I think I was in my bag a little bit. But um, yeah, I'm going to keep the live up. I'm going to save it. And this is episode 177. I think. Thank you. I think this is 177. But anyway, I'm going to cut the live. And I'm going to finish up the pod now. And, uh, well, I say finish up the pod as if <laughs> the mic stopped recording. We still going. Um, anywho, let me take this off. Yeah, man, you know, this Instagram shit is like, it's, um, it's a mind fuck because I'm from an era before it and to the new era that always had it, it's not seen the same as my era sees it. Like we see it as, oh, it's cool. It's something to do. Like we got the first wave of it. You know, we was, um, the guinea pigs, if you will, the test dummies, if you will. And, um, you know, we did what we did with it. We was using a lot of filters in the beginning. <laughs> Remember all the apps to make your pictures look ill? You was doing all that extra apps and putting all kind of shit in your pics to make them look lit just to get to 60 likes. 60 likes was a big deal. Now, I, bitch, I would never do 60 likes now. Are you crazy? <laughs> um, but yeah. She came along. Came a long way. Came a long way. Like, we couldn't even go live. Going live. Like, nigga, what? Go live? Like, what the fuck is that? A story? That didn't exist. Like, even videos on Instagram didn't exist when we first had it. There was no videos. You couldn't put no video up. There was none of that. It was only pictures, and that's it. No stories, none of that. No live. There wasn't even no DM. Remember, it wasn't no DM? You had to go to a chick page and leave some, leave a picture under, a comment under a picture from 40 weeks ago. Hope she see it. And respond. There was no DM. Oh, that was the good days. And then you go back and delete your shit after you get your number. Yeah, yeah. That was the, that was the covert. Now your girl had to be nice to catch you back then. Now, shit. <laughs> you just go through who you follow. They made it too easy. You like a picture, she see you liked it. Like, oh, wow. What the fuck? Uh, all right, I'm gonna get into um this uh this this music, and then we gonna get up out of here because uh video snippet. All right, whatever. Yeah, we gonna get up out of here because it's um it's time to get up out of here. You know. All right, so as I told y'all. Masego dropped something. This is uh, Polygamy by Masego. I love this song. This song is hard. This is like, this is summer vibe right here. Happy bumping fiend shit. Happy bumping fiend shit. shit. Polygamy. A dream team. 
Hands in, everybody. One, two, three. No, 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 baby, wait, 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 wait. Let me explain. Let me explain myself. I'm sure we can make this thing work. Was polygamy by Masego. I like that record a lot. All right, let's see. I want to get into something else. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hmm. Damn. Uh, let me get into some old school shit. Let me play out some. Play some old school. What's the last song? I'm gonna get out of here. Let me see. Some old school shit. Just this Memorial Day weekend, and it's like, you know what I mean? Like, summer's here. Like, tomorrow's supposed to be 81. So, like, tomorrow, if you're listening to this and you out and about and you got this, I need y'all to, you know what I'm saying? Just have some music on while you're doing your little thing. Let's see if I got something for you in here. If you're a little bump. Mm, let's see. Now, this is old school now, so let me see. This is old. This might be too old, though. Let me go back. Let me go to a different playlist. That might be too old for me. Niggas ain't old like that, for real. <laughs> Niggas ain't that old. Like, God damn, nigga, you got... All right. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And so this is some of our right here. Ice cream truck. She's shorty with the little shorts on. Mm. Go ahead, Daddy. It's a queen thing, baby. I be rocking fiend shit. Did you mean me? Baby, yes, rock on. Oh, yeah. The remix. I'm a little miss. My name is. 
as hell, I'm from Queens. I heard about your man, he like a lace shoe with green. Don't shake a bottle, mosquito with Donna jeans. But he slipped up, he threw his rock to a fiend. He be playing like a willy, cause he dressed shit up. Never knowing that his woman is in need of love. He got Versace, gold links, stomach chains with rocks. Official hairstyle, but you stuck up in the spot. Making love, Duke is weak, then he falling asleep. You on the phone with your old peeps, dying to creep between my sheets. So what you got Chanel on your feet? Hot sex on a platter makes the mission complete, uh. Got a Mac and funny style. He ain't watching you, he'd rather watch his money pal. Can't protect treasures when it's in a glass house. Soon as he turn the corner, I'ma turn that turn out full blown. Putting in the six with the chrome, yo B. Why you leave your honey all alone with me? Just because you blessed with cash doesn't mean your honey won't let me finesse that. Let you see the moral of the story is a woman need love. The kind you're so called players never dreamed of. You got to try love, can't buy love. If you play your hand, then it's bye bye love. Damn, but your honey ran away like presto, Alakazam. Man made the money, money never made the man. You still faking jacks, throwing rocks on a hand. See, you put your pack down, now you need no brown rock roller. With so much ice, your cap's polar. I got a smoking beanies, modeling bikinis. Pushing your whip on the van wick to see me. I keep it steamy, I make it burn when it's my turn. Teach your shorty all the jewels that you never learned. Don't get it twisted, getting money ain't wrong. But she wanna make love all night long, I'm gone. That was LL Cool J. I know that song. I ain't got to get to all that. Uh, yeah. So we gonna wrap this up. Uh, Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy versus. Um, I mean clearly, I'm gonna take Bow Wow on this one. Um, yeah. I think people forgot how big Bow Wow was. And uh, although Soldier Boy had his moment, he was no no Bow Wow. Like like Bow Wow was the headliner on those B2K tours. Like 
Bow Wow was headlining when Chris Brown on his tour. Like, you know, I don't think people understand that. Now you look at Bow Wow and you see him like, ah, whatever. But Bow Wow was that nigga. For real, for real. Now, don't get me wrong. Soldier got hits. Not saying he don't. But Bow Wow? This is the Shanti Keisha Cole all over again. Keisha Cole has a little group of fans that feel like, yeah. And then you got the Ashanti fans because she's like, you know, bigger and much more successful. And then you have Bow Wow and Soldier Boy. Bow Wow, bigger records, much more successful movies. Still on TV doing growing up hip hop. Soldier Boy, Kiss Me Through the Phone, Superman that hoe. Uh, I mean, after that, the, the records are like, they're known, but they're not hits. You know, LOL, smiley face. He might get that off. He might get off. Nigga, we made it. Uh, trying to think of any other. I mean, Soldier got records, though. You have to go through it. But uh, Bow Wow said they ain't sent no contract through and no money. So we'll see if that happens. Shout out to Bow Wow being about his paper. They both agreed to do it, but uh, there's been no contracts. But anyway, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Y'all have a happy, healthy, and safe Memorial Day weekend. Summer is here, finally. New York City. Uh, June is here. It is summertime. All that hot girl summer shit. Let's see if y'all keep that energy and it wasn't just memes. I'm expecting to see a lot of titty slips and stories. I'm telling you right now, I'm in a lot of close friends groups. I'm telling y'all right now, y'all put me in y'all close friends and it's memes in there. This summer, I deal with it during the winter and everything, but it's summertime now. Y'all bitches be out. I want to see your friends' nipples and your close friends on guard. All right? Hot girl, some of that. Hot girl, some of that. Let me make sure I put this in my story, too, because this needs to be heard. All this hot girl summer talk. I want to see your friends' nipple slips and your stories. I'm in a lot of close friends. I don't want to see no memes this summer. Y'all talk all that hot girl summer shit all fucking year. I'm expecting to see nipple slips, ass cracks, female ass cracks in these stories. A lot of Casamigos, a lot of 42 shots. I'm expecting to see breasts in these stories. Hot girl summer means nudity, not fucking whatever the fuck y'all thought. Niggas want to see the tits. Get the tits in them close friends. They don't got to be your tits. You could be your friend's tits. It's in the close friends. It's not going to go viral. Niggas just want to see free tits. That's what Instagram is about now. Okay? Y'all on vacations. It's Memorial Day weekend. I don't want to see no fucking memes and no stories. Let's get it. For real. The people that don't go, we we live, we, we hope for y'all to entertain us. We live through y'all. So y'all in Cancun, Miami, DR, Puerto Rico, wherever the fuck the, the mix is at. We trying to see it. All right? That's all I got for this week. I will see y'all next, talk to y'all next week. Peace. Happy bumping fiend shit. Did you-